Recording not live from League Safe's world headquarters, this is Fantasy Football Almost Daily. We're putting the band back together. Twisted Minds brought you the original fan ball. We had a bad time with enough turn goat piss in the gas This is the Fan Ball Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. Welcome back to another episode of, I don't know, is this the Fantasy Football Almost Daily Podcast or the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast? I might put it on both. Well, I think run it on both, but I, I believe the flag flying on, on the top of the mast is the Fantasy Football Almost Daily uh, Friday show, DFS-oriented. Well, CP isn't here, Matt isn't here, Brian isn't here. We can I call it whatever the hell we let's want. Let's do what we want. We got Trevor. Hey, welcome to the Scott Fish Show. <laughs> Scott Fish's show. <laughs> All right. So that voice you just heard was John Tuvey. And uh, seated across from me is Trevor Jones, basketball machine in the yes. DFS world. Too bad this is a football podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. He's been dominating some of our internal contests lately. But we are going to go over some football DFS, uh, the Sunday slate for you. Uh, normally Matt's hosting, so I will try to do the best I can. We're going to start with the Arizona Rams game. So... It's the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. <laughs> yes, the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> at the Los Angeles Oh, Rams I see what you're doing there. Okay. In Twickenham, England, suburb of London, I believe. So, uh, John, who do you like in that game? Who's, who's, who's a nice value play? Who, who do you like in that game? Well, we talked about Adrian Peterson in the running back's value article. And you know, for a guy coming off what, 26 carries, 134 yards, couple touchdowns, getting the number one fantasy scoring defense uh, as far as allowing points to running backs, that sets up pretty well for AP to turn back the clock for one more week. I, I'm willing to uh, to shell out the 6,300 on, on AP this week. I love that. I, I, I love him in that game. He's the third highest, score, third highest price guy in that game, but he's 6,300 is a really good price for a running back. Are you paying up for Todd Gurley this week, Trevor? Mm. <laughs> I mean, you could. I, I like a couple other running backs yeah. in that range a little better. I mean, you you certainly can. Who, who do you who do you like in this game? Or Fitzgerald or anybody screaming to you? I mean, Fitzgerald obviously had the huge game last week, but uh, the Rams are actually pretty good against the slot receiver. So I don't know that I'm going to pay up for Fitz this week. Somebody who's kind of off the board that I would actually pay for I is love, love off the board. Uh, yeah, way off the board. Robert Woods. Ooh, I've actually you're, seen you're speaking to the Robert Woods fan club okay, over here. Good deal. Both of us. Yeah, so he's he's seen seven targets, um, average seven targets per game over his last four, and he's put up tw- at least 12 PPR points in three of those four uh, as well. And and the Cardinals have a bit of a pass funnel defense, so I think Woods is a guy that you can you can pay down for to unlock some other higher price guys. He's only uh, 3400. Yeah, 3400 uh, is ridiculous for the targets the the targets leader for the Rams who gets to face up against Justin Bethel. Which yeah. or, or or worse because I've yeah. seen now Justin Bethel might get benched, right. which unfortunate is very unfortunate for oh, fantasy man. owners. We'd we'd like to right. see him out there getting torched. <laughs> Although the uh, backup is Tremont Williams who though he has a place in my heart. He's 34 years old now. I don't <laughs> I don't know that he's uh, somebody to be afraid of. Nice. 
So uh, we're in on Peterson. Gurley might be a little too much, and and Woods is a nice off the board. Do you like either of the quarterbacks in this one? Any of you, John? And you know, Any not not if Carson Palmer's not going to get forty four attempts. I mean, twenty two last yeah, week. I, I like the efficiency, but as as T Bone said, the Rams are a fairly decent pass defense. Um, I've been loving Larry Fitzgerald. The price is continuing to creep up a little bit, and it's not a tremendous matchup. So I think I'm, I'm taking Peterson. I, I like the Woods angle. You can probably explore a little Cooper Cup as well and then uh, probably getting out of this game. Do you like Goff? No, I, no, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can move on. All right, let's just move on. He, Goff is under six grand. Arizona is sixth worst pass defense, but there are, there are a lot of options. Let's move on to Jacksonville, Indianapolis. All right, Leonard Fournette has been crushing it every week, but he's injured. You're probably not paying up for him this week, am I assuming correctly, Trevor? Uh, actually, I would still pay up for him. Oh, boom. I mean, he's That's he's dealt with these ankle injuries forever since college, right. and yep. you know, it didn't really seem to slow him down then. Uh, Colts defense has allowed the most rushing touchdowns in the league, and Fournette happens to be the current rushing touchdown leader. I mean, if they score, Fournette is... You know, he's the best bet to get those touchdowns. I, I think he's somebody you'd pay up for this week. He's scored at least once every single week. John, do you like either of the running backs? I, I like Ivory if Fournette doesn't go. I almost Obviously. like Ivory <laughs> yeah. a little bit if, you know, even if he does with his role in the passing game. I think Ivory is 3,700. Uh, 3,900 uh, 3, yeah. on Ivory. So, yeah, if, if we learn late that Fournette's not going to go, Run, don't walk to uh, to your computer or so mobile device. If yeah, that happens, well, though. I don't think you could yeah. avoid it if he yeah. if he gets a start. You have to play. You, him. you right. have to. Right, yeah. you would have to. Um, I don't mind Bortles in this game either. Uh, you know, it's a it's a soft dish. It's not the worst Colts defense we've ever seen, but they're still giving up 308 passing yards per game. Uh, a lot of it to the receivers. I just don't know that I trust Hearns or Lee enough in their, you know, their mid forties, their forty-seven hundred. And Lee's, Lee still yeah. hasn't practiced this week. Yeah. Right. So, so you know, maybe if they if they burn it down to one, if it's just Hearns, maybe I get on board at forty-seven hundred. But there's a lot of moving parts in a game that, you know, I'd rather probably. You know, I don't I don't see a ton of points coming out of it, so I think I can I can shop elsewhere. How about the passing game uh, for either side for you? Uh, well, I mean, I'm out on the Colts. Well, yeah. <laughs> entirely. With, you know, Bouye and, uh, and Jalen Ramsey crushing everybody they face. And, yeah, like Tubi said, you could think about, you know, Marquis Lee if he plays, maybe Alan Hearns. But even their prices, yeah, yeah the mid-4,000s. out on everybody. Pass, yeah. Yeah, not a good situation there. Uh, also, probably the tight ends. I mean, Jack Doyle's been interesting, but it's the Jags' defense. Right. So. You know, we kind of glossed over Marlon Mack, the talk that he's going to get more touches is there enough there against this defense that at a $4,100 price tag are you it, it might be similar to what happened with Fournette and Ivory last week I mean uh that that the Fournette was playing a Rams run D that was so soft that Ivory got a lot of uh a lot of touches right. maybe Matt gets a lot this week that that is an interesting call I didn't see what 4,100 is price yep maybe <laughs> I think I need to see it from him first I mean yeah, he yeah. Had two touches yep. last two touches, week yeah. I, we're all excited I think but you know we, we've we seen need it to see the volume we've seen it from Ivory and he's what 200 300 dollars less right. uh, so I, I think yeah we're I will say this Mac only has 27 carries five of them were over 10 yards and the Jags have allowed 21 runs over 10 yards. So maybe if he does get some touches, it'll yeah. be explosive. But I'm with Trevor. You got to. We got to see it first. 
Uh, I think I'm going to switch it up. Maybe we'll just go team by team because we're, we'll go to the – that's how they do it on the, the previous shows, and I kind of forgot okay. that. So let's move over to Jets and Miami. Well, let's start with the Jets side of the ball. Anyone? Okay. That was good. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say. Let's move on. Yep. <laughs> I don't know that there's anything you there you that, like that anything I want a piece there. of. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. You both do. Do we would just want to skip? Do you, yeah, not, you, you nothing can, for ASJ? Yeah, I was gonna say least. you could play Safarian Jenkins. You know, yeah. with the target share he's getting and and touchdowns in back to back weeks. And Miami is allowing a second in the league most, like seven uh, receptions to game to per game to tight ends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think there's 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 a play to be made for forty nine hundred for Austin Safarian Jenkins. What about your guy Jay Ajayi? Oh, right. that's that's on the other side oh, okay. of the ball. Okay, all right. So I thought you were just ready to write off the uh, whole game. Yeah, all right. Let, let's let's just move over to we'll Miami. It, it right doesn't sound that. like we like anyone for the Jets except for Savarian Jenkins. So let's move over to Miami. Uh, so you want to talk about Ajayi John? <laughs> Sounded like you did. Well, I mean, it's a it's a favorable matchup. There's no one taking catches or uh, attempts off his plate. My concern is is Pouncey. If he's healthy, you know, we know the splits from last year. It was uh, very good when Pouncey was healthy and very not good when Pouncey was out of the lineup. So if, if they've got uh, their center back in the lineup, I like Ajayi, and it's it's a reasonable price. Seven seven grand for Ajayi. I don't know that it's going to dip a whole lot lower. No, no. And uh, when he is, when Ajayi is not on the on the injury report, he's averaging 113 yards a game. When he's on the injury report, he's averaging 40 yards a game. Jeez, what is that? Ooh. So that's uh, it is pouncy reliant. And he what it, what do you have against the Jets in Week Three? Like 16 yards. So it is a, it is a little bit scary. But I, I think that this matchup could uh, could be soft enough for him. He he could be better this time. Trevor, do you like uh, do you like either of the running backs? Uh, or Miami, I guess. Miami. Like Ajayi's running backs. Ajayi. Yeah. That's that's okay. Are you, I, I, it's okay. I, not buying. Him. I've never been a huge fan, so oh. I'll let you guys uh, drive. Well, that was a great show. Let's let's. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, it was nice having you. <laughs> but okay, uh, I do I do like Jarvis Landry on Miami's side. How uh, can you not? Eleven point yeah. four targets per game. The targets are crazy. Uh, Evan Silva had a really good stat. Devonte Parker is supposed to miss this week. Yeah. Uh, he's missed four games over the past three seasons. In those games, Landry's targets, 14, 10, 12, and 12. Jeez. For 6,600, 12 targets is, yeah. I mean, you, you really can't ask for much more. Obviously, he doesn't really do a whole lot with the targets, right. you know. Right. But he's got touchdowns back-to-back weeks, which yep. is a good sign for a guy that generally is not and in like the end zone. And 12 targets, 24 right. targets over the last two right. weeks. So, yeah. It, yeah, if he gets, you know, eight, nine catches for 70 yards, I mean, that's that's definitely almost feels like his floor in this game. He's yeah, also, especially if Parker's out, he's also – uh, taking in 38% of Cutler's attempts, yeah, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Well, it's it's not the Jay Cutler I signed up for at the beginning of the year. It's not it's not what we expected. It's not the YOLO throw the jump ball to Devontae nope. Parker that mm-hmm. we were anticipating. Gase I, I downgraded in. Landry because of that, and it, you know he has been easily the most valuable Dolphins receiver. So I, I like the value. Jay of Cutler's game. going a different kind of YOLO. I yes. Think. <laughs> <laughs> Stills uh, four catches and a touchdown last week with Parker out. Any interest there at all? It, it might be worth a GPP dart, I guess, but the targets just aren't there, and, and yeah, Cutler's been so bad. It really isn't. Yeah, 176 yards per game for Cutler. That's it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Let's move on to Tampa Bay Buffalo. Uh, start with Tampa Bay. Uh, Trevor, who do you like? Let's start with whatever position you like in this one. On Tampa? Yeah. Mike Evans. Um, <laughs> I mean, how could you? 300. Yeah. 
he is expensive, and I, I don't see myself paying up at receiver this week. But, uh, you know, the guy's just an animal. I know the, the Bills have that number one corner, first-round yeah. pick, Tredavious White, who's yep. been pretty decent, but I, I would still take Mike Evans nice. all day. Any, do you like Deshaun or Mike this week? I'm not sure no. that I'm, I'm paying up. Uh, it's it's going to be probably Ryan Fitzmagic at quarterback. It doesn't sound like Winston's going to go. So Revenge it, game. Well, or, uh, you know, there's, it's the revenge tour. It's like the Josh McC- You know, if McCown could open for Fitz and have the revenge tour, I think they'd cover the entire <laughs> I NFL. I, I just uh, I'm not seeing value. I, I get that Mike Evans is, is a great player. Last week, Jackson was supposed to have some value. Only had three catches. He did take one into the end zone. Even the tight ends have a tough matchup. I, I don't like this team going to Buffalo, and I don't think I'm, I'll be spending any money on the Tampa Bay side of the ledger. If Fitzpatrick starts... He's only 5000 but the buff, Buffalo D is so good. You're not buying that, even at the super discount, right? Yeah, probably not even at the super discount. Trevor's shaking his head no as well. No. I, if anything, I would pay the extra $700 to get to Tyrod. I love that. Oh, uh, I love is. that. You know, at home, he, his splits are much better at home. You know, he's always got some rushing upside. So I think you can still pay down, you know, without having to play Ryan Fitzpatrick. And against the league's worst pass defense, you could get the entire wide receiving core of the Bills for ten thousand dollars in oh, cap money, super stack. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Just load up everywhere else. But you could get Jordan Matthews, Zay Jones, Andre Holmes, and it's probably as bad as it sounds. But even if you bought the most expensive studs at every other position, you, you might have money, still have money left over. <laughs> so if you want to challenge yourself, you know, <laughs> <laughs> degree of difficulty league. Well, yeah, there's uh, nothing to like there in the Bills passing game, really. But Nick O'Leary, I've, I've heard him talked about a few times sneaky. this week as a, as a sneaky sleeper. Clay was a monster for them, but was that Clay or is it the tight end position? What do you think, Trevor? Are you paying for the 3100 for Nick O'Leary just as a I don't think super so. cheap option? I don't, I don't know that we need to pay down that far at tight end this week. No. Um, there's a few guys who we'll talk about later guys, who have yeah. excellent, excellent matchups who aren't really that expensive. So. If you, for some reason, if you really need, you know, to pay down, then I think this might be the guy. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. There's just, it seems like every week this year, there's just too many tight end options. Yeah. Well, there's so it, many bad defenses against tight ends. If you look yep, for the yeah. right matchup, you know, you're going to find somebody that is facing a defense that has allowed a tight end touchdown in four yep. of the last five games yep, exactly. or three straight or something like if that. If only there were some kind of daily fantasy site website where you could start two to three tight ends every week. That I would wish be, I wish that place existed. <laughs> that would fish. be absolutely I've, amazing. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Guys. <laughs> oh, check, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> oh, fanball.com. Go to the lobby. Check it out. Yeah, I don't want to tip my hand to you guys playing in one of the internal leagues, but pretty sure that uh, there's three tight ends in at least one of my lineups. Oof, that's exciting. I think there is in mine as well. That's that's crazy. Yeah, but you were looking over my shoulder. That is that's true. That's no fair. That is true. All right, over to the uh, – the ooh, let's go to the next game. <laughs> Actually, real quick, I'd, oh. LaShawn McCoy, I think, oh, is, is yeah. a great oh, play yeah. this week. Did we even talk about Doug Martin? Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like McCoy. I mean, this is a Tampa defense that, you know, just got shredded by AP, and maybe AP's good again. I, I don't know. But uh, also helping McCoy, the, the Buffalo media – uh, he told the Buffalo media this week that the coaches are going back to some of what worked last year in the run game, which I think is good. Obviously, McCoy had a huge year last year, so I, I think it all kind of lines up. McCoy should see around 25 touches, maybe some extra work in the pass game. Yeah, too. he's averaging, what, 23, 23 a game, 23 touches a yeah, game, I believe. Right so 7,700, you're getting a little, not much of a discount, but you're getting a little bit of a discount off of some of those top dogs. Yeah. So 
Uh, all right, now let's go over to Baltimore, Minnesota. Start with the Ravens, Joe Flacco, the elite Joe Flacco. Uh, you have been every lineup, right, Trevor? Uh, 90%. No, <laughs> I, yeah, I will pass on everyone on Baltimore. I, Flacco's been terrible, and the, the Vikings defense, especially at home, isn't time yeah. to get yeah, I cute. Think, I think you've got Xavier Rhodes going, I, who do I cover? And I usually cover a number one, but they're, they're, the, all these receivers <laughs> are number two. Yeah. <laughs> He's covering Buck Allen coming out of the backfield. <laughs> he, he may very well. That may that be the best move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, do we legitimately have no one on Baltimore to talk about? I, I'm not. I don't like any of them. No, I mean, I don't either. The, the, our, the Vikings' run defense is too good to risk. Uh, Alex Collins, Buck Allen with the PPR four, maybe. I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you were gonna play, if you wanted to play a Raven, you're a huge Ravens fan. Play. Buck Allen. Yeah. Or maybe you, Ben Watson. Those Vikings still have some issues covering the tight end, but yeah. yeah. Once like, again, like, if you want to challenge yourself, try to get some, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. some Bills and some Ravens in your lineup. <laughs> that, you know, that'd be fun to have a little spinner. Like, you must have three players from this team. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, that's something we could think about implementing. But then, then we're talking about that luck versus skill thing, and I, I think uh, that might be a little iffy. Let, let's get over to Minnesota. Minnesota. All right. Where, where Jarek McKinnon's price tag has not yet caught up with his uh, production, and he gets a, a top five defense. Uh, uh, the Ravens are giving up 169 yards from scrimmage to running backs. I think Jarek McKinnon will take a healthy chunk of those, and uh, at six six grand, I'm definitely uh, finding spots for him in my lineup. Isn't yeah. uh, Brandon Williams coming back for the Ravens this week? Their their big run stuffer. I believe he is. I'm still I'm willing to to trust that uh, what they've been doing with him, you know, in the passing game, mm-hmm. uh, running off tackle, and that offensive line is playing quite well. So, uh, you know, as long as they're not bringing back uh, Haloti Nada from his vintage and Ray Lewis, I think we're okay. <laughs> oh, if they did, I, I, they might be a little too old at this point. Well, and not as hurt, and he's on another team. So there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of obstacles for them to overcome this week. <laughs> All right, passing game. Stefan Diggs still possibly, probably out. So, are you guys buying into Thielen this week at sixty five hundred? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his splits without Diggs have been have been excellent. If Baltimore does have a, a fairly decent pass defense, which worries me, but it seems like Thielen will soak up most of you know a huge target share. I can't imagine who else would be getting the targets with Diggs gone. Well, Kyle Rudolph would be one, and, and yeah. the Ravens are pretty soft against uh, against tight ends, although. As T Bone already talked about, there's some tight ends with really nice price tags. So 4,700 for a guy who was great last year hasn't been as dominant this year. Uh, I think he can find a better value. And uh, I think with Michael Floyd injured, uh, Laquan Treadwell is a must start, right? (laughs) (laughs) Based on that one catch last week, I'd say (laughs) yeah. yeah. Latavius Murray 4,000 not worth it, especially when McKinnon's playing like he is. Even though he's getting. 12 carries a game. He yeah, just, he he's is. not. He is do, he's, he's getting more work than Isaiah Crowell, who's a starter. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's grinding clock, and that's about it. All right. Uh, I don't see anything else here on uh, Minnesota to talk about. So let's move over to Tennessee, Cleveland. Start with Tennessee. All right. Uh, do you, can you make heads or tails of this Tennessee running game? Are, are you buying any of it right now, Trevor? I'll pass uh, for now. For, for Cleveland actually has a pretty decent run defense. If Murray, I think there's a chance Murray misses this game. That uh, what is it? The knee injury or the the hamstring? Yep. I think the hamstring he's yep. been dealing with. If that holds him out, then I'll be all in on Derrick Henry. Uh, but the way they're sharing it, 
the time, and with Murray's injury problems right now, I don't I don't want either. I think Cleveland's allowing 3.08 yards per carry to running yeah. backs. They held Le'Veon Bell to 32 good. yards. Right. I mean, right. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really good run defense this yeah, year. The, so. s- the spot where I thought the Titans might make some hay out of their backfield and it was going to favor Murray was uh, pass-catching backs uh, because on the ground the Browns are allowing only 72 rushing yards per game but 44 receiving yards. Now, if Murray's out, I'm not as quite as aggressive on Henry, but I understand that you know if he, yeah. if he's the guy, it's just it's not you know two years ago last year even you look at a line a matchup against the Browns and you'd say all right everybody on my mm. team plug them in especially the running backs yeah I'll start both of them because the Browns were awful against the run and this year it's it's not the same old Browns so I'm I'm a little more afraid I do like the passing game though mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Marcus Mariota with uh, what he's got cooking, I, th- I think there's a lot of opportunities. Yep. And Murray does have four ca- four catches in consecutive games, but that's really not much when you're looking at a $6,600 price tag. Right. So like Trevor said, you got to kind of hope that uh, if Murray goes out, then Henry becomes super viable at 5200 All right, Tennessee passing game. You said you like Mariota. Do you like any of the wide receivers? Either Trevor? Not the wide receiver, maybe, but uh, Delaney Walker, I think, will be <laughs> there it is. will be pretty popular this week. He's he's had a really nice price, five thousand. Tight uh, ends. Cleveland is just getting yeah. creamed by the tight end. Uh, even last, what was it? Last week they played the Houston. Maybe two weeks ago they played Houston. Houston has these tight ends that I, you know nobody could name, and and they <laughs> gave up five for sixty nine, and that yep. was like their best performance of the year against the tight end. Yeah, yeah, they, it, it's. It, I think a tight end has scored in every game but one, and that was probably yeah. the game. Yeah, so, yeah, must <laughs> Yeah, that's. Uh, it, it's a. It's a good price on Walker too. I believe five thousand. Mm-hmm. So, like you said with O'Leary, why not just pay up a little bit more right. and take one of these really, really good options? Play your tight ends against Cleveland. Now Walker York. was limited in today's practice, so yeah. if he doesn't go, Philip Superna or not? Nah. <laughs> oh, uh, Super nah on that one. It, well, it's three thousand. Smith. I mean, I le- I think like Tra- Trevor said. I mean, that's like it's like three thousand. But why not just shift over to ASJ or one of those All guys? Right. I mean, All right. So nah on Super nah. Nah on Super. How nah. often do we get to talk Philip Super nah on this show? You're, Too often. I yeah. Think. <laughs> John, you're not buying any of the wide receivers. I, I like. Prices? You know, there there's just they're kind of in that transition stage where you're not quite sure. When Corey Davis is going to become the guy, Richard Matthews has been the guy. Eric Decker has been the most targeted guy with the last two weeks now. Last week, so yeah, tied the week before, I believe. I, I'd like Decker, but there's just I'd rather just I, I'd pay for Mariota, have him spread the ball around, probably to Delaney Walker, and then find my receivers elsewhere. I yeah. agree. It feels like playing whack-a-mole with the Tennessee receivers. <laughs> yeah. yes. yep. There are there a lot go. of teams like that. The Browns have been like that, moving over to the Browns. But Ricardo Lewis has uh, led the team in targets three weeks in a row. They're switching, I believe, back to Kaiser this yeah. week. Do do I, Trevor? Do you like uh, Kaiser or any of the receivers on that team? No, I, I think Kaiser kind of really limits the entire offense at this point. If Kevin Hogan was in, uh, yeah, I might like Lewis. I think they had a little little rapport going. But uh, with Kaiser in, he just sort of brings down the both floor and ceiling of yeah. everyone on that offense. <laughs> He's got like a 50% the whole completion house. rate. Yeah he, yeah, he downsizes that house to an igloo. Yeah. How about the running game? Duke Johnson, Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, Crowell I mean, is garbage. He's just garbage. What, what happened to him? I was so on board with him at the beginning of the season. If he was a $3,000 player, I don't know that I would start. No, I, I can't <laughs> imagine, honestly. No? And he's 5000 I think, like, 
<laughs> I think, uh, yeah, he's just terrible. You can throw him on the uh, degree of difficulty team. All so right. we got some Ravens, <laughs> we got Isaiah Crowell. That's just mean, is what that is. I know that's, Matt puts that's together the torture a lineup. yourself team. <laughs> Matt puts together a lineup every week. I'd love to see him put together a lineup with the Bills and the Browns and the. And what was the other team? That's just, oh, it's terrible. Um, okay, yeah, so we're out on Duke Johnson, too. You, no. His Matt. receiving floor doesn't help, even at 5,000. Yeah, he salvages value, but at 5,000, why not pay up, uh, you know, six to an extra thousand for McKinnon? Yeah. The extra 1,300 oh, yeah. for Adrian yeah. Peterson, guys you know are going to get the lion's share of the touches and have much more favorable matchups. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to Carolina at Chicago. Uh, start with Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. I, I think Devin Funchess uh, hey is now. sort of rising oh. up. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, Scott Fish. I'm talking guy. to the wrong guy. Hey now. Uh, well, Fish. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin might miss this game, and if he does, then I will play Funchess. If yeah. he doesn't, I don't think I would play Funchess. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, he'll be there to soak up the targets. Uh, he's only, I believe, 5,300. Right now, uh, so he's a guy you can you can get some value at uh, at receiver, and he's been getting targets. You know, he's he averaging over seven games. Yeah, nine yeah. targets his last four. I mean, it's the work's there. Yeah, it is. It it he he hasn't been very efficient except for the two games that were against like the thirty first ranked and twenty eighth ranked past. Well, I didn't say he was good. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kelvin Benjamin returned to practice today, so hopefully he okay. plays just to keep Funchess down. That's all I want. <laughs> Oh, I have an irrational dislike for Funchess's gameplay. Uh, John, you like the? Do you like uh, Benjamin, or should we move on to running backs? You know, the only matchup as I'm looking at that entire Panthers uh, board is their defense against Mitch Trubisky at, at 3,200. I, I think there's uh, there's some opportunities there for for the Carolina defense to get home and make some plays. But uh, offensively, it's just yeah, Benjamin's nicked up. Yeah, McCaffrey has has the nice uh, PPR value, but it's I just really don't hard to ignore yeah. McCaffrey's PPR. I don't value. I don't see anything that I really feel strongly about chasing. Yeah, the Bears have allowed at least five receptions to running backs in all but one game this year. <laughs> and, it's like a quarter for and, McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey McCaffrey's averaging like eight targets per game at this point. It's uh, <laughs> it's he's sixty nine hundred though. He's he's priced probably. Where he should be priced for that. Yeah. So how about you, Trevor McCaffrey, or, or you're not buying Jason no, this week, though. No, I wouldn't pay for Stewart. I wouldn't really pay for McCaffrey either. I mean, he needs a, a lot of catches to, to pay off that price. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's there's a few other guys in that range that are just clear better options, I think. Cam Newton, you in? Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He's expensive. Um, you know, the rushing has been there recently, which is which is a positive. Uh, last week, you know, 52 attempts. We can't count on that kind of volume from Cam. Especially in what should be kind of a slower-paced game, I think. So Cam's kind of a low-ownership tournament option, I think. Gotcha. John, Cam, or should we move on? Eh, I think you can move on. I've got other quarterbacks that uh, at lower price points with more favorable matchups that I don't need to risk. You know, you, you could get the three-touchdown game from Cam. You could get the 160 and one and... I'd rather not mess with that. He has been hot as of late, but the Bears do have a decent pasty. All right, let's move on to Chicago, I guess. 
No to Trubisky, I'm assuming, <laughs> and his 120 yards per game. That will take a hard pass. <laughs> Wide receiving group, uh, second least or least amount of catches in the NFL for that wide receiving group. I'm I thought you were going to say least amount of talent. <laughs> That's well, probably yeah, true you're, as you're well. Right there as well. Right there with Buffalo. Yeah, the one so, the one thing they do well is run the ball, and you've got mm-hmm. uh, with the number three run defense in the league, it's uh, giving up 107 total yards per game to running backs. If Cunningham plays, Cohen's unusable, and Jordan Howard's going to get volume, but what's he going to do against that defense? I'm I'm not buying. All right. You buying Jordan Howard? Uh, I, I mostly agree with two. The, yeah, the, the volume's there. You know, you like that he's getting 20 touches a game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, McCoy was $200 cheaper. I'd much rather pay for yeah, McCoy. They're absolutely. Howard's just too expensive for me. Cohen has seen his role diminish mm-hmm. Way too far to be worth the 5100 that he's currently priced at. Uh, and the the tight ends are kind of in that whack-a-mole range. I, I know Zach Miller has gotten just a ton of targets since Trubisky's been the starter, but three different tight ends have scored in the last three weeks. It's yeah. it's a little tough. Uh, I, I didn't check Zach Miller's price, but I'm going to guess 3800 There's other tight ends I like. For sure. Uh, move on to New Orleans, Green Bay, guys. Here yes. we go. Here's some points. Yeah. Now we got some players to talk about. <laughs> All right. New Orleans, let's start there. What do you got, John? Well, even though it's a road game, I think uh, I like Drew Brees against this secondary. Um, I like Michael Thomas. I I really like Ted Ginn. I think at at a $4,800 price tag, um, he's going to get a lot of Demarius Randall when he's on the field. And that's a a a good matchup for most NFL receivers. For a guy with Ted Ginn's speed who, like that, can – turn something into a 50-yard touchdown, uh, I'll, for 4,800s, I'll take a swing with him. I'm scared of the Ginn-Sneed situation. So am I. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it feels like the whack-a-mole thing. And they're the same price, too. Right. So, yeah, last week it was Ginn in Sneed's first official week back, I and guess. And he's not – I don't think he's fully healthy. I mean, he – Sneed? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's still limited somewhat. So that's that's the reason I would, I'd want to get a Ginn play uh, in this week before it, I think it gets messier as we go forward interested in a breeze thomas stack i really like thomas this week yeah i think if if you want to stack drew breeze it's michael thomas he's the guy that you know is going to get targets you know he's gonna get the playing time you know big factor in the red zone he's the guy to to pair with breeze any any interest in the running game for new orleans yeah yeah a lot of interest uh mark ingram really especially ton of touches yeah his i mean that was kind of the mark ingram we've been waiting for and the reason that People are scratching their heads when they signed AP because they yeah. have. I mean, Ingram's a good player. Yep. And the, the matchup's good. Packers have given up at least 130 combo yards to running backs in each of the past five weeks. So I think there should be more than enough, at least for Ingram, Kamara. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play Kamara. His price is too high, um, and he, he he doesn't have the red zone or sorry the uh, goal line work. That's Ingram's got that on lock. Right. So I, if I'm playing one, it's it's Ingram. In the same boat, John. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm a. I'm a closet Mark Ingram fan, so I, I'm not I'm not worried about uh, Kamara taking too many touches off his plate. Definitely a good matchup against Green Bay. <laughs> Wait a second, oh, yeah. we we are broadcasting from the roof right now. Cameo time! How <laughs> awkward is this? Brian Johnson just jumped in to talk, talking into T Bone's headset while it's still on his head. <laughs> Who are we talking about? We should. We were about Adam Thielen. We were about to start the Green Bay game. We already yeah, talked. So why about don't you Thielen. sit in this segment for T Bone when we talk Packers? Because then he, he <laughs> <laughs> the one reason he came up here. No, I gotta go. I just came to enjoy the weather. I'm sure you guys got it under control. It's amazing here. up uh, here. Yeah. All right. As you were, gentlemen. 
<laughs> Brian Johnson, everyone. Brian Johnson. All right. Very close male-on-male contact. <laughs> very, very close. I was uh, uncomfortable watching that, actually. <laughs> Green Bay. Wh- wh- what do you think of the passing game here, Trevor? You, you're, Trevor is our resident Green Bay fan, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to get through this without crying. So <laughs> I was actually excited to play, to play Brad Hundley. I, th- I thought I would be. And then I saw his price tag, 6500 uh, I don't know why he's priced like that. I think the, the wheels started spinning once Rodgers went down and uh, and they just kind of plugged in the next man up. Yeah, he's if he was even $500 less, I'd be excited because mm-hmm. I think with a week of reps and with those receivers and with this defense, it's a great opportunity. But now at 6500 yeah, you're, you're kind of – that's a little pushy. I agree. So, Hunley, if you would play him – you would roll him out naked, <laughs> so to say. <laughs> I, I wouldn't stack him with any of the receivers. I think a lot of his value will come on the ground. Um, he's a really mm, good athlete, yeah. so I think that's that's kind of where you're looking. And the receivers haven't the receivers' prices really haven't been adjusted for Hunley. They haven't. So Jordy's expensive, seventy seven hundred. Devontae, seventy five. Randall Cobb doesn't touch the ball anymore, fifty nine. So I think those guys are out. Um, Hunley, if you want to play somebody on Green Bay, it's Hunley. Do you, any interest in the running game? No. If they pare it down to one, I like it. Yeah. You know, if they say, <laughs> yeah. hey, Ty Montgomery's not playing this week and Aaron Jones gets the start and is going to get the bulk of the carries, I'm on board. But right now it's it's too messy. So basically for you, John, nobody on Green Bay probably. Probably not. I, I don't want to pay up for Nelson or Adams until I know for sure what Hunley can do. And uh, If, and he, if Hun- he has a target he likes. You know, what if right, he, right, we don't he, know yet. He threw yeah. a touchdown to Adams last week. Maybe he becomes you know tunnel vision for Adams, and then next week we'll know what to do. But right. this week. You know, uh, T-Bone mentioned that uh, he was going to roll Hundley out naked, and this was uh, a term that I just become more aware of this week. And we were talking <laughs> about on another podcast that uh, I do, and he was he made the mistake. He was talking about the Redskins quarterback, and he talked about naked cousins. And I thought, <laughs> this is don't Google search that, folks. If you're you know if you're checking out lineups. Go somewhere else with that. <laughs> Naked Cousins Google search. Yeah, I think I will avoid that Google search. At least at work. At least yeah, at yeah. work. Yeah, <laughs> at on least the, on the work computer. Laptops. Hey, what you do at home, hey, that's on you. All right, let's move on to Dallas at San Francisco and start with Dallas. Uh, you, uh, John, are you paying up for Zeke at 8,100? Hey, why not? He may have two games left. <laughs> you know, get, get, get what you can out of the, the number two defense and allowing fantasy points to running backs. They're giving up you know, a lot of receiving errors, and Zeke's been used more as a receiver as well. I When I started making some lineups this week, I had a I was throwing Des Bryant in. Just, you know, I, I thought that was going to be uh, an anchor, and then the more I thought about it, I think a Dak-Zeke. You know, a sideways stack? What do we call that? It's you know, it's not it's not a full on stack, but I kind of like the the DAC pr- price tag at sixty seven hundred, and and I love Zeke even though he's eighty one hundred. I think that's the direction I'm going with this lineup. Yeah, DAC is my number three ranked quarterback this week. I was happy to see him only at sixty seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Trevor, I'm assuming you looked uh, enthusiastic about Zeke at eighty one hundred. Yeah, I'm in on Zeke too. Like two of you was saying, San Francisco's given up most yeah. yards receiving backs, and Zeke has a bigger role there. How about the pass game? Any interest in Bryant? Yes. I I like Dak more than Dez. Yeah. Uh, like you said, yeah, I think Dak is one of the best plays of the week, and he's only the ninth most expensive quarterback. And I think the 49ers have given up multiple touchdowns like four weeks in a row, too. Yeah, I mean, they've gotten just crushed by dudes like Jacoby Brissett. And San Francisco actually allows most plays per game to their opponents. So wow. there's Yeah, it's like 70. Oh, the old Good Chip stat. Kelly stat. Yeah, exactly. I thought they 
moved on from that. But <laughs> if you get an extra six, seven plays out of your offense, I mean, that, that just gives you more opportunities to score. So Dak at 6,700 <laughs> is just, I think, top one or two quarterback plays of the week. Absolutely. I, I'm right with you. And uh, he may or may not definitely be in my internal lineup right now. So uh, <laughs> I think Witten's Very a little subtle. bit of a trap play. The 49ers have been actually pretty decent against tight ends. Mm, I know that Decent? They're number one. Yeah. <laughs> I know that Witten is playing 100% of the snaps, and, you know, he gets a decent amount of targets, but I'm a little scared of that matchup. Uh, by yeah. the nods, I assume you guys agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't disagree, but, you know, I wouldn't mind sneaking into, if you're if you're tight for a, uh, a wide receiver, Cole Beasley at 31, Bryce Butler at three. You know that's that's a favorable matchup and and a cheap cheap guy, especially Beasley. Someone's gonna get it. I just don't know who, so I'm scared of it. But you guys seem to be on Beasley, so if I would, yeah, if I needed to pull somebody like to. that, it would be Beasley. Gotcha. All right, San Francisco side of the ball, uh, running game. You you all in on Carlos Hyde at 7,300? He's just too expensive. Yeah, um, we don't really. We think he's back to the number one role, but I'm not really willing to put my money on that. That that two weeks ago, that Breda thing, that's it's just such a gut shot to what you think about it, how a team's running a guy. You right. Know, it's, it's like you can't. You feel like you can't trust him ever. <laughs> and it's, we had just come around to trusting Hyde because exactly. everything in the off season was, uh, well, we're going to trade him. He doesn't fit the offense, right. and then he rolls out a couple decent games, and you're starting to buy into it. And now, yeah, let's kick you in the store. We'll throw some Matt Breda at you and. Now you can start from scratch again. John, you love Pierre Garçon. I love Pierre Garçon love every him. week. Do you uh, love him at this price? Yeah, 6800 6800 That's That's a little steep, but you know he's going to get volume. Uh, I can probably shop elsewhere this week and, and find some value <laughs> other than, than Pierre, but uh, you know he's he's my fallback guy. My, my, let's put it this way. When I go to set a lineup, it defaults to Pierre Garçon, and then I work from there. <laughs> I actually, uh, yeah, I like Garçon, too, a little bit. I think the Cowboys should put up a lot of points in this one. And if the Niners need to play catch-up, I, I think Garçon, you know, could pick up another 12 targets. Um, so he's kind of yeah. a guy that you could roll it back with. If you go, you know, Dak, Dez, you could run it back with Pierre Garçon. Yeah. If, if that Iwegian quarterback just stops looking at the tight end and no, throws it No, he's not going to. I know. That's the scary part. My Bethard Kittle stack is <laughs> in full play here. <laughs> I love Bethard, the Bethard Kittle stack. I oh, I might have to take Dak out just to put it Bethard at 5100 <laughs> They are $100 more than Le'Veon Bell, that, oh. the, the Bethard Kittle stack. The, the <laughs> Bethard in two and a half quarters had 245 yards and a score, and he targeted Kittle seven times. Yeah. Uh, they obviously went to Iowa together, which w- wasn't as much of a narrative this week as I thought it would be. Because I thought that well, would I think be you scared everybody game. off by, yeah. by predicting it. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's a bottom 10 pass defense that's, you know, surrendered 11 passing touchdowns this year. Or it's Yeah, I, I really like Bethard at 5,100, mm-hmm. and I like Kittle – who is, what is he, 17 targets over the last two weeks, and uh, the Cowboys are giving up 56 yards per game to tight end. And you've got 3, a... 3,700 for Kittle. You've got I a red, red zone stat on Kittle, too. Oh, yeah, he's top three among tight ends in red zone targets. I believe he's tied for wow. second, actually. That's crazy. Only yeah. behind Gronkowski, and I think yeah, Ertz is third. Really, when you're looking at tight ends, it's Gronk, Kittle, Gronk, Kittle. <laughs> of know. course. Where yeah. do I go? Those are the those are the so am I out of my mind here, Trevor? No, actually, <laughs> I hadn't really thought well, of this, but yeah, Bethard at fifty one hundred, and you can stack him with Kittle. I mean, thirty seven hundred for Kittle, like right? 
that's a really cheap stack that could really pay off. Yeah. You could see Beathard putting up, you know, 20 fanball points. He's got some rushing upside. And, yeah, if Kittle's going to see eight, nine targets at that price, yeah. scores a touchdown, a few catches. Well, he had seven in two and a half quarters, so I'm predicting 13 to 14. Yeah, but, I mean, that makes you know, sense, yeah. <laughs> let's be conservative, <laughs> right, Ted. And and there it was my understanding there would be no math. He, they're actually the exact same price. You can get one Le'Veon Bell, or you can get the Beathard Kittle stack. Or both. Yeah, or, or both. You can easily get Why Bell with, with those two stacked at two of your positions. All right, let's move on to the next game, which is me stalling to find it. Bengals? Bengals-Pittsburgh. There you go. Bengals-Pittsburgh. Let's start with the Bengals. Do you like anyone besides A.J. Green on this team? Trevor, let's go to you. Yes. Uh, actually, I kind of like Joe Mixon. Uh, Steelers Ooh. run defense hasn't been very good, allowing over – about 4.7 yards per carry, and, and Mixon's kind of the guy now. But he's slowly starting to, I think, take that number one job. So if I was going to play someone else, it, it would be Mixon. His price isn't terrible, 6400 You know, I think you might play AP over him. You'd probably play McKinnon over him. So, Yeah, it's more about the defense than it is Mixon's 3.2 yards per carry. Right, right. Yeah, I still believe in Mixon's talent. I think the offensive line is, is poor. Are you paying up for A.J. Green? He's torched Pittsburgh four out of the last five games. I, I'm a little hesitant. Pittsburgh's been really good this year. So am I. Yeah. I, A.J. I, Green, yeah. for the listeners, is 8,100. I don't I don't disagree. The Steelers allowing only 88 receiver yards per game. The place to attack him is on the ground or out of the backfield. And my sneaky little play here for $3,000 less than Joe Mixon, who I concede is the number one back. But Geo is still getting the pass catching work and and if this game if they fall behind and they need to throw the game flow goes uh where they need to throw to their third down back uh, the last time giovanni bernard faced the steelers nine catches 100 yards and a receiving touchdown Ooh. he's wow. uh i believe it's either doubling or tripling up mixon in the receiving yards uh, both over the last three games and for the season so that's still his role he scored a receiving touchdown in two of the last three bengals games so uh, there's an opportunity against a defense that I believe is fifth uh, in allowing running back receptions. and or, No, they were top ten in receptions, uh, receiving yards, and receiving touch. Uh, they haven't allowed a receiving touchdown. So wow. through PPR points for 3,400, I, I think you can, you can cobble together something with, with Geo and then uh, spend a lot of money elsewhere. You buying what John's cooking on, Geo? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I, I mean, the logic... You know, it all checks out. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like the angle, too, where you, you pay down for Gio Bernard at 3400 and there's not really a lot of running backs that you'd even consider in that range. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of leads you to a different lineup construction, too, which, which kind of sets you apart from some of the other lineups in your tournaments. All right. We can, uh, I, I don't think Croft is, is a very good play in this. You guys no. are probably with me. So Pass. we no. can move on to Pittsburgh. Uh, John, you already wanted to pay up for Le'Veon Bell, or...? No, I didn't. No, okay. I, I'm looking down the board at, at Cincinnati's defense, which is pretty solid uh, across the board. So you know, the high price take guys, the Bell and the Brown, I acknowledge that they're going to get their touches and that they're very talented. But for that price tag, you know, for would I rather spend 8800 on Bell with this matchup or 81 on Zeke? Well, that's yeah, that's a no-brainer. Sure. So Absolutely. I think I can find. You know, it was it's a tough week for. The top wide receivers, I think, like, mm-hmm. out of the top 20 wide receivers, there was one guy that had a top 10 matchup. matchup. Everybody else was. It was tough matchups across the board. So I'm not going to begrudge you for paying the 8500 for Antonio Brown. I just think 
my lineup's probably going to start elsewhere. Oh, so it sounds like you don't like any Steelers, probably, then. I, I, you How know, I, I like the Steelers in general. Am I paying <laughs> the you know, market gets like? I'm trying to set hey, you up. Uh, I, I like hate Steelers. I like going to you know, the steakhouse. I just don't like to pay that every uh, time. I'll, I'll settle for the Wendy's burger every once in a while. All right. Nothing wrong with that. Trevor. You you uh you paying up for the steakhouse Steelers I guess? <laughs> um, is there anyone on the Steelers you like this week? I mean, with Bell, you think he'll get touches? I, I mean, he will obviously get touches. You know, last week he saw thirty five, um, and the last time he did that, you know, against Baltimore, he had thirty nine touches, and he came back against the Jaguars, and the Steelers decided that I don't know, let's not give him the ball anymore. Yeah, let's attack <laughs> the league's best pass defense through the air. Yeah, yeah so that was that was years. weird. Um, Cincinnati's allowed the six most catches to running backs, so there's a little bit of, you know. Floor there. Yeah, some floor there. Brown, Brown's always struggled against Cincinnati, at least recently. You know, some of these lines, three for 58, four for 39. So he's always he's always got best player of the week potential. Yeah. But I think you're being really contrarian to play him, to play him this week. Yeah, gotcha. All right, let's move on to Seattle. New York Giants, Giants terrible against tight ends. Jimmy Graham. Bam. You're, you're, you're in on him, Trevor? 5,200? Yeah. Yep, this is the other guy. Delaney Walker, 5,000. Jimmy Grant, 5,200. I think these are clearly the two best plays. That is some wind. Wow. <laughs> it's breezy here on the roof in sunny Minnesota. Yes. Jimmy Graham, 5,200. I agree with you, yeah, Trevor. Yeah, and Giants, I think it's every week now they've let a touchdown score. Yep. Um, every week correct. and week 17 last year. So okay. we're on a seven-game stretch allowing eight touchdowns. Yeah, and last week it was just something called Jeff Hireman. I, <laughs> I think you Graham's stole, a little you better. stole it from A.J. Derby. I'm still bitter. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anything else in that running game mess or passing game? I feel like Baldwin's a little too expensive for a Giants, a good Giants secondary. I, I agree. I just don't. Yeah. I honestly don't like anything else. Uh, no, from, from the I, I wouldn't use anyone else on Seattle outside yeah. of Graham. Russell Wilson, seven thousand, and we've already pegged quarterbacks cheaper than him that I right. like more. So, right. John, anyone for you besides Jimmy Graham? No, I, I think Graham is the way to go in this game, and uh, I believe most. If you know, we talked about the opportunity to put three tight ends into a lineup, and if you're doing that, Graham has to be one of them. All right, New York Giants talking tight ends. Are you in on Evan Ingram, who seems to be their, you know, target leader last week, offensive weapon, maybe much much of all they got? Are you in on him? I think he'd be the only Giant that I'd consider this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still a reasonable price tag, and you're right. He's he's their only legitimate target. He's, yeah, he's like he, the number one receiver, right? Essentially, yeah, right now. Yeah. Yep, the the targets are there. Eli knows where to find him. It's, I, I think what we saw from Orleans Darkwell last week was more fluke than, than what we'll see on a regular basis. So mm-hmm. I think uh, plenty of opportunities for Ingram against that tough defense. And uh, Seattle could really throw a curveball at us by saying, hey, we're going to just follow him with Richard Sherman. They've done that with the tight ends before. So that that would be a curveball. I don't know that you – well, you, you look at the receiving core and you're like, Richard Sherman's going to get bored out right. here with I, everybody else. Maybe we'll just throw him <laughs> that on. Might not, that might happen, honestly, yeah. So anyone else you like from this team at all, from the Giants, Trevor? Orleans Darkwood, 4,600? No. Sterling still hurt. They're all just guys. Nobody's special. Yeah. Like, nobody has any talent. It's just it's, it's not fun. I don't want to watch this game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And at every one of their prices, it feels like there's a better option. Exactly. So. Yeah. Let's move on to Denver and the L.A. Clippers, I believe it is. I'm so <laughs> sick of that acronym. The Chargers. All right. 
Uh, We're wearing the powder blue this week, by the way. So yeah. Denver side. That's very much looking forward Ooh, to that. I like that. Denver side. Let's let's start with the Denver side. Let's start with Trevor. Emmanuel Sanders sounds like he's going to be out. Does yes. that give you any interest in Demarius Thomas? Yes. He is one of my favorite plays of the week. I wrote him up in my cash article. Check um, that out on fanball.com. Fanball.com slash news. Um, yeah. Demarius, he's in a great spot. Um, the Chargers have allowed a touchdown to the other team's number one receiver four straight weeks. And, yeah, without Sanders, he's the only guy. I mean – it's, I think, Benny Fowler and Jordan Taylor are the yeah. the other receivers. So <laughs> yep. Demarius is going to see uh, just a ton of work. Um, and even, even being shadowed by Hayward doesn't really scare Scary. me off that much. Um, Hayward's actually given up like a 107 passer rating against, according to PFF. Hmm. So, yeah, Demarius 7,100. I think I would put him in as many lineups as you can. Nice. Uh, I'm going to do that right now. So, uh <laughs> Trevor Simeon, I'm a little scared considering that might be his only weapon. So I, I don't, I, I don't want Simeon at 5400. No. Uh, the running game, any interest there, John? Oh, C.J. Anderson definitely interests me. That's a, a Chargers defense that struggled against running backs, and and they look like they're willing to give him the bulk of the carries, especially if their uh, passing game is depleted down to Demarius Thomas and a bunch of guys that we've never heard of. So. Uh, at, at six grand, I mean, he's he's the same price as Jarek McKinnon, mm-hmm. for for twelve grand to start a couple backs like that. Couple now starters, now yeah. we're we're horning in on my on my three tight end lineup because what if I want to flex Zeke? But you know, you've got some options here. Mm. Mm. I think I can already see what your lineup is. So, <laughs> uh, Trevor, six grand for CJ. You like it? You're um, priced I, I, right about. Yeah, I, it scares me a little bit that Devontae Booker, like when the game script went yeah, negative Booker last week, Booker last started week. playing, and Jamal Charles still gets his, you know, five, six touches. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't love Anderson, but. Uh, yeah, I, th- I'm, I think I'm more on Trevor's side than yours, John, but. Uh, fine. <laughs> I mean, if game script, you know, if it's a close game, yeah, CJ could absolutely see 20 carries, goal line work, you know. All right, let's move on to the Chargers. Melvin Gordon, 7,800. Are you buying that? Or you, you you prefer cheaper options still at running back, Trevor? Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, again, in that range, I'd pay for Zeke, I'd pay for McCoy, I'd pay yeah. for Fournette. You know, Gordon's going to get the touches. He's going to get he's going to catches. He's get goal line work. And you know, with Denver's secondary being as good as it is, maybe Gordon is is the way they try to attack the Denver defense. So, John, secondary? It's uh, or sorry, receiving group. Well, it's I'd love to plug Keenan Allen in just on volume, and I don't know that I can trust him you know i think there's a floor but i'd rather not pay 7200 for a floor so yeah um, especially against that <laughs> you know, rivers hasn't had a 300 yard Harris. game against denver i believe uh like his last 15 games against Jeez. against denver so, so no rivers he had the, the three touchdowns in the first game but 182 yards or something like that um i like gordon but this is the number one defense against uh, running backs fantasy wise um, stops them on the ground, stops them in the air. They're top five in both uh, yardage allowed to running backs and rushing and receiving. So I'd rather not pay these prices for, for anybody's floor. I, I'm willing to uh, throw some money on my old pal Hunter Henry, though. Are you? I am. It's Denver's bad yeah. against tight ends, but I feel like right in his price is the same as Jimmy Graham and Delaney Walker mm-hmm. and ASJ. Yeah, they're all right in there. They're all right in there. And I do you like can Henry. play three of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think Henry's true. a good pivot off of yeah those other two. Very good pivot. So Andy plays in a later game. So if you put him in your flex, you can you know wait and yep. see and 
maybe if, if you're behind more, you have to take more of a dart throw, swap him out, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, yeah, Henry, I really like that play. Uh, all three of us do. So move on to Atlanta, New England, guys. Yeah. All right. Sunday night game. Last game on this set of games. Atlanta. You want to start with the receiving game, Trevor? Sure. Um, there's one guy I would look at. His name is Julio Jones. I've heard of him. Yes. Sounds familiar. He's uh, pretty good. He and I have the same number of touchdowns so far this year. Oh. So, like a few? Or? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you've missed most of the season, right, I, John? I, I have. Not getting <laughs> I've been one. out with this uh, lack of talent injury that I have. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know, Julio's kind of struggled. I think people are a, a little scared right now of Julio. Mm-hmm. So, I think he'll be real underowned, and the matchup kind of couldn't be better. But New England is god awful <laughs> yeah and terrible yeah so i think julio's you know his he's obviously really expensive which again i think will push his ownership down so i think he's really somebody you can use as the sunday night hammer in your in your uh gpp lineups yeah it's that whole pass like that whole atlanta team i feel like there's gonna be a lot of atlanta stacks out there just because matt ryan 7400 julio mm-hmm. jones 8200 you're paying for them but man that's uh, <laughs> that is a terrible New England defense. Even against the run, they're mm-hmm. terrible. So running game, you buying either of those two guys? I mean, Coleman's only fifty nine hundred. Well, kind of the in honor of Brian Johnson and his cameo earlier. The way he usually plays this is, uh, I like them both. I'll play the cheaper guy, and at fifty nine hundred, you got Coleman, um, seventy two hundred Freeman. I, I do like both. Um, I don't know that I'm going to throw both of them in, but really. I mean, you could have a lineup full of Sunday night hammers. I mean, yeah, on yeah, both really sides could. of the ball, there's going to be a lot of points, and it's uh, you know, where do you feel comfortable? If you feel this is the Julio breakout game, that's where you go. If you think they're going to try and shut down Julio, then maybe a, a Freeman-Coleman pairing is the way to go. If, if you want to just play the one, you know, the uh, you do have, I mean, Freeman's fifty nine hundred, but then you got McKinnon at six grand, right? And f- yep. or excuse me, Coleman's fifty nine hundred, McKinnon at six grand, Freeman at seventy two hundred. We already mentioned options like McCoy for around that mm. range. Uh, any interest in these two, or are you just? Doing- I, I think I would pass on Freeman yeah. and Coleman. Not, not that they're, I mean, they're in a good spot. Great I options, just, yeah. But right. I just think that, uh, yeah, there there are better options in the price range. Matt Ryan, you. You're passing just because the, uh, there are cheaper options that are bothering Yeah, uh, and, and that's how I am with. I agree. Week. And on the other side, I mean, Tom Brady feels like a lock for 303 and he's $500 more. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Atlanta's offense, it, it has concerned me. I mean, they've really struggled Last against week the Dolphins, the Bills. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's a little frightening. Um, but yeah. yeah. You wonder about the uh, revenge game from the Super Bowl, but I. I yeah, I, I don't, don't really know. put much yeah. stock into that. But uh, yeah. So uh, let's move over to the New England side for our final team of the day. Uh, Tom Brady, you said, lock 303. Uh, yes. So 7,900, probably worth paying up for. <laughs> yes, I will be paying up for Brady in at least one of my lineups nice. this week. Okay, so the receiving game, anyone you're, you're really honed in on in this one? The one guy, well, it, it Gronk. I don't really trust the receivers week to week at this point, but uh, Gronk has been just a beast. Uh, yeah. seventy three hundred. Yeah, seventy three hundred. Which it's two thousand more than some of those really great other options. But right. he's super reliable and consistent when he's healthy. Right, and he's, he's the best bet to score a touchdown on yeah. that on that Patriots team. Absolutely, John. You like any of the wide receivers? I don't know about the wide receivers, but still in the passing game, can I can I stack White and Lewis? I mean, I just I don't know where the backfield is going and. 
It looked like Lewis moved into the Gillisley role after the Gillisley fumble. He still got some touches, but when they got down close, it, it seemed to be Deion Lewis and getting carries. So. Yeah. Yeah. They, they both played 43% of the snaps last week. I just <laughs> and I could see Gillisley coming back to life this week, too. Yeah, I exactly. Mean. <laughs> he doesn't yep. fumble. Maybe that wasn't <laughs> Maybe that wasn't how they went last right. week. So Yeah, why spend what was going to be $9,700 on two spots when you can – Plug Zeke, a, a sure thing, in for eight grand, yeah. and and find something else, you know, for that three grand range. I'm getting this picture in my spot. head of Mike Gillisley outside Belichick's house with a radio, like <laughs> <laughs> groveling. Little Peter Gabriel playing. <laughs> Please let me back in. <laughs> oh, are you buying any of the running backs, Trevor? No. You know, it, this is an interesting game. It, the the over under in this game is fifty six and a half, which will probably be the highest game total of the year so there was like a 57 or 57 and a half in week what was it one or two but yeah it's still going up it's I mean, gone yeah. this one has gone up two and a half points yeah already. it started at 54 and so it's a you're going to need to play some players from this game and it's going to be really important to get the right players the, the problem is there's there's not value in this game none of these guys i would say well, that's a really great value you, I mean, yep. you're definitely paying up for them but if you don't have anyone in this game and you're watching the sunday night game i mean you're just you're gonna, watch, gonna your watch your leaderboard go yeah shoom. yeah so you want at least a little piece of it. <laughs> yeah, so I think, like we talked about, Julio, Gronk, um, pick a receiver because, you know, one of them will do well. I I don't know who that is. I, f- I guess I feel safer with Danny Amendola just because of his price, yeah, his price tag. Yeah, And you could see this game becoming a shootout, you know, a lot of three wide receiver sets involving Amendola. I'm with you on that. I'd probably, just because of price, I'd rather have Amendola than Hogan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a $2,200 difference with Hogan at 6800 uh, I don't know that I'm buying either, but uh, yeah, if 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 you really want to and you don't want to spend or a lot of money, or go three TEs and flex down to Hooper. Ah, <sighs> oh, you like yourself some Hooper this week? Why not? Who have the Patriots stopped? I don't know. Oh, there you go. No one. <laughs> there not you yet. go. All right. So let's let's call that a day. I think we've uh, gone over all of them. So <laughs> thank you for listening. Thanks to John Tuvey. Thank you to Trevor Jones. What's your What's your Twitter handle, Trevor? Uh, at T Jones Five. At T Jones Five. Any reason for the five? There are four uh, other T Joneses. It's, it's an embarrassing reason, so we'll just. All, all right. right. Let's. We'll save that one for the next time I'm on. If all right. Happens. John is at J Two V. I am Scott Fish at Scott Fish Twenty Four on Twitter. No Thank embarrassing reason for the twenty four. Griffey. Yep. Ken Griffey Jr. We, was we, my favorite yep. player growing up. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Have a great day. 